Hello, my friends. You start with a hello. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to uh, episode... 16. Yeah, of the History and Herstory podcast. See, it's easy to remember because I'm always the even numbers and you're always the odd numbers. Correct. That's because you're odd and I'm even. Okay. <laughs> even Steven over here. Even Steven. I'm so white I can't even. <laughs> So this is episode 16. Uh, We just finished, well, just finished. I mean, last week we talked about Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. (laughs) You didn't even mention the mirror stuff at all. Because that's stupid. (laughs) I told you that I used to do it in the old house that we lived in. And you're like, how could you do that? We're going to have ghosts. (laughs) I don't care. I don't live there anymore. (laughs) Yeah, there's, like, specific places that you do that, and it's not in the places that you live. <laughs> Where? What do you mean, like, a town, like a town pump gas, or like a town pump bathroom? No, <laughs> if Bloody Mary's gonna show up anywhere, it's a town pump bathroom. <laughs> That's the scariest place I can imagine. That's when, like, you do it at the town pump bathroom, and then, like, someone falls out of the stall. And they're like, I'm here, what's up? <laughs> and you're like, are you Bloody Mary? They're like... No, my name's Gary. I'm Bloody Gary. <laughs> Bloody Gary. <laughs> God. <laughs> I didn't know she's also Mary Queen of Scots. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Because she's kind of the only Queen Mary, but... Scotland. Well, did she... I want to change my fate. Didn't she get sent... Was it Scotland that she got sent off to? I... Wales. Oh, that's right. It was Wales. Damn, people don't like Wales anyway. I don't know why. Tom Jones is from there. Is he? Yeah. I didn't know that. Actually, I think you've told me that before. It's just not something I committed to memory. Well. It's, and it's one of those things that, like, that's a good that's a good trivia question. Because you'd be like, where's Tom Jones born? Who's the only person you will ever hear of from Wales? <laughs> right. Tom Jones. And Yeah. And that's, I don't know. That just seems weird. Like, it's like knowing that Michael Jackson was born in Gary, Indiana. Yeah. Like, you think of Michael Jackson, the Jackson family, you think that's like, oh, they got to be from, like, Los Angeles or San Francisco or New York or Tampa, not Gary, Indiana. Gary. <laughs> Gary. <laughs> Two Garys already. Brinkle, not Brinklehoff. I always think Brinklehoff. Bader-Meinhoff. <laughs> Brinklehoff. Brinklehoff are all of the, um, the mo- or, like, the elements that exist in a pair of molecules, so, like, bromine. Bromine, I think, Br. Bromium, bro, is it? I think it's bromine. Oh, whatever. Bromine. So Brinkle. So, bromine, bromine. <laughs> I don't know. Iodine. So it's always I two when it's by itself. And then oxygen is always O two. Uh huh. Brinklehoffs. I don't know. They all spell out. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. Nobody gives a shit. It doesn't matter. K's in there. I mean, potassium. Yeah. Brink. Actually, I think it's Cl chlorine. Oh. Brom, bromine, bromine, whatever, Br, iodine, N, sodium, mm-hmm. Cl, chlorine, H, hydrogen, oxygen, and fluorine. Yeah, there you go. Brinklehoff. Brinklehoff. Is fluorine just F? I thought it was FL. Brinklehoffel. <laughs> I think it's just F. Maybe. I don't know. I don't remember the periodic table. I learned that for one class. I took chemistry three times. <laughs> well, here, I, I, but see, 
I don't remember having to know the periodic table when I took chemistry in college. I needed to know it for high school. But in in college, it was just difficult. And they gave you the periodic table. Like, yeah, they're like, you got enough other shit going on right, in this question. Like, <laughs> 80% of the people in this class are going to fail. And they were so proud of it. <laughs> like... I don't know who that, like, congratulations, you're bad at teaching this. Or Listen, I have 12 gray hairs right now. Ten of them came from that chemistry course. You, you and, I, and you and I took two different chemistry courses. We did. I took techs and you took University of Montana's. If uh, Mark Krakalici is listening to this right now. Don't. <laughs> Just know that she's very upset with you. <laughs> like, I can't find anything good to say. <laughs> We had a conversation about this. We did. About how he goes to bed at night. Yeah, I know. Well, you probably don't have to repeat it here. I'd like to. <laughs> For the sake of both of our jobs, don't. Our jobs? We don't even live in the same town anymore. That's true. I meant you and me, not him and you. What? <laughs> Never mind. Anyway, so we talked about Mary Mary, Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary full of Mary, vodka. Mary quite contrary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bloody Mary full of vodka. Um, so this week, we're going to kind of continue in that same vein. And um, yeah. I'm going to start I'm going to start my story with a poem. Oh, boy. It's a short poem, but. But soft. What light through yonder breaks wind. <laughs> <laughs> It's from Hannah Montana. It's from Family Guy when there's a pair of butt cheeks in the window and it <laughs> farts. Well, I got it from Hannah Montana. <laughs> Maybe they got it from Hannah Montana, too. Anyway, our poem is as follows. Remember, remember, the 5th of November. Oh, you're talking Gun, about Guy Fox? Gunpowder, treason, and plot. We see no reason why gunpowder treason should ever be forgot. Yes, we will be talking about Guy Fox today. Because <laughs> tomorrow, well, not tomorrow, but the 5th is Guy Fox Day. I know, and that's the day after tomorrow. Wow, I was just thinking about this the other day. Well, and so when I started reading about it, because he came up in something I was doing, like the name came up, and... Uh, when I started getting into it, and we'll get into it here in a second, but I mean, it, his his like time frame takes place right after the Queen Queen Mary dies. Mm-hmm. Like it's like we're almost doing like a, this is almost like a part two to your episode yesterday. I'm sorry to like completely yesterday, steal your last week. Completely steal your thunder. I just got really excited <laughs> about what because I about Guy Fox. I don't know that like. Do you know his story? Kind of. So that was part of the special topics. Um, class that I took in high school. Okay. Um, I think we did assassinations or something like that. Or like mobs, like organized crime, and that might have been part of that, or it could have been part of assassinations. I don't know. Sure. But it was like, yeah, we talked about it. Okay. So I don't specifically remember because he went really into a lot of detail. Like that teacher was one of those like smartest people probably on the planet. The opposite of the other teacher we were talking about. Yes. <laughs> well, no, he was also one of the smartest people on the planet. He just forgot how to learn. <laughs> Therefore, you forgot how to teach. Ooh. This guy was a good teacher. I just was dumb and 17 and didn't pay attention. And it was just a little bit over my head. But it was really interesting, and I'm excited that you're doing this. Yeah. 
Um, most people know Guy Fox because of the mask, and we'll get into that. Um, anyone who saw the movie or the read the book V for Vendetta, that's like the Guy Fox mask. Um, but Which we'll, I have not. We'll get into that. I haven't seen it either. We should watch it. We can. Um, so we'll start with some background. So... At the time that the Guy Fox thing happens, his situation, uh, Catholicism in England is heavily rep- repressed under Queen Elizabeth I, which was Queen Mary's sister, mm-hmm. as we talked about last week. Um, it's Guess what? It's still happening. <laughs> um, particularly after the Pope. Uh, the Pope excommunicates Queen Elizabeth I in 1850. Excuse me, not 1850. That's like 300 years later. 1570. Elizabeth's like, bye. (laughs) So it was mainly because of all the murder. (laughs) But I mean, maybe he just didn't like the way she dressed or something, too. (laughs) He was like, excommunicado. Whatever that is in Latin. (laughs) Probably excommunicado. It's an avocado. (laughs) Thanks. During her reign, dozens of priests were put to death. Catholics could not even legally celebrate mass or be married according to their own rights. Hmm. So you be you're Catholic dead. It's a death sentence. So as a result, many Catholics had high hopes when King James I took the throne upon Elizabeth's death in 1603. Is this the persecution? What are you talking about? I would consider this a persecution. I don't know if it's the persecution. <laughs> What do you mean? I don't know. I, I need to do some more Googling. That was just like a in my brain. Continue. You think you I'm think sorry. there's a... Wait, wait, okay, wait, wait, okay. wait, wait. Me... You think there's a Wikipedia article called <laughs> oh, oh, oh. The Persecution? Yes! Yes! I would assume that would probably be related to like uh, Jewish people. Because no. they've been persecuted the most. Listen. Be me. <laughs> in the catacombs of Rome. <laughs> There's a whole terrified out of your mind because you're literally surrounded by ghosts. Never been more scared in my life. And then our (laughs) tour guide runs off. He's like, later, bye. Because he does that, like, I don't know. Apparently, that's a thing to just, like, leave. When you're in the catacombs to scare you? Yeah. He's probably, yeah, he's like, he's on his lunch break. Like, oh, I always end up at the catacombs around noon because I've got to go eat my lunch. (laughs) No, like, he was an actual tour guide from the catacombs, but he was trying to scare us. It was a bit. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. And his bit always starts at noon because he's got to eat. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So he's like, I'm a, bye. (laughs) Just disappears for 45 minutes to an hour. So we're all down here with all these, like, skeletons and, like, ghosts. Yeah, because is that the part where the, like, the bones are in the walls? Yeah. Very cool. No. <laughs> you could, like, pick some dead guy's nose. People steal bones. It's a thing. I, like, yeah. most of them have plexiglass in front of them now. Newsflash. People... Human beings are garbage. <laughs> so, of course, they steal bones. <laughs> and, like, when I was in, we went to um, Monthausen, the, like, concentration camp, and they said people, like, they had to take all the nozzles off of the gas chambers because people would steal those. People want souvenirs. It's like, I mean, we just got done watching that, um, the documentary about Jeffrey Dahmer. Mm -hmm. Was it called Dahmer colon the monster colon a Jeffrey Dahmer story colon (laughs) American Horror Story? Um, And people, remember they talked about in that, people like thought he was amazing and they wanted souvenirs and they wanted like drawings and stuff that he did. Like people are, people want disturbing stuff. 
to collect the souvenirs. Oh, human beings are the worst. Garbage. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> anyway, so the whole that whole thing is to say that like there was this whole section in the catacombs of like there was a an ex bishop and there was like I'm pretty sure a king and a queen down there and there were like all of these people that were killed because of a religious like I want to say they called it a persecution but I don't know what time period it was and I need to do more digging about that. Sure. I don't know. I don't know if it's this one. All right. Cool. <laughs> so anyway, Catholics are being murdered by the dozen. Cheaper by the dozen. By the dozen. But, <laughs> but also murdered by the dozen. So Elizabeth dies in 1603. This is 33 years later after she's been excommunicado by the Pope. Hmm. And King James I takes the throne. Assuming that's her son, right? That's what, Didn't we talk about... Wasn't James her son in the... Maybe we didn't talk about her kids. We didn't. I, we imagine it's his son. Her son. Whatever. James' wife, King James I's wife, Anne, is believed to have previously converted to Catholicism, and his mother, Mary Queen of Scots, was Elizabeth's Catholic arch-rival prior to being executed. So, his mother... Or his wife is believed to have previously converted to Catholicism, and his mom obviously was Queen Mary, so that's that's whose mom that was. Hmm. His his mom was Mary, and she was the one that started this whole Bloody Mary thing and killing all the Catholics. So there were even rumors inspired by his diplomatic overtures to the Pope that James himself would become Catholic. It soon becomes clear, however, that James did not support religious tolerance for Catholics. So, everyone had these, like, hey, maybe. Like, <laughs> his his wife is Catholic. His mom, or his... What was the other one I said? <laughs> There's only four characters. I story. know! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! Anyway, his wife was Catholic, so they thought maybe... Maybe this is the end of the persecution, if you want to call it that. Sure. So in 1604, so the year after he takes the he takes office, he becomes the president. He publicly condemns Catholicism as a superstition and ordered all Catholic priests to leave England and express concern that the number of Catholics was increasing. So he's at least not murdering them. He's like, get out. Yeah. <laughs> get out of my country. Damn it. <laughs> He also largely continued with the repressive policies of his predecessor, such as fines for those refusing to attend Protestant services. So it's like, go to church, or I'm taking your money. Right. But when you go to church, you got to give money. Pay in. <laughs> so English Catholics had organized several failed conspiracies against Elizabeth, and these continued once King James takes the throne. In uh, one of these, in 1603, so he's just taken the throne, and they're like, immediately, we gotta, we got to cut this down. A few priests and laymen hatched a so-called by-plot to kidnap James. It's by is spelled B-Y-E, so it's like, bye-bye. <laughs> bye-bye, James! That's the plot. And uh, so they have this plan to kidnap him, and they get turned in by fellow Catholics, who are like, hey, don't do that. Also, hey, by the way, they're going to do this. I don't know. It doesn't say what James did with those Catholics. Probably let him go, right? No. <laughs> you don't think so? He's like... No, I mean the ones that gave him up. Gave the other guys up. Oh. Um, 
I don't know. They had some pretty uh, medieval laws back in those times. Yeah. Maybe just killed them too. Maybe. I just shipped them. Probably just shipped them off. Hung them by their thumbs in the basement or something. We'll get to that. (laughs) Another related conspiracy that year, known as the main plot, as opposed to the alternative plot. Like, I don't know what they called the main (laughs) plot. This is the main plot. B-roll. <laughs> they sought to kill James and install his cousin on the throne. So these are these are two two of the conspiracies that are already building to get rid of King James. They both fail. So pretty much England at this point is just like fuck the monarchy. It's a lot of civil war. Like or at least it feels like a civil war between Catholics and Protestants. It's a religious civil war. May May sixteen oh four, a handful of Catholic dissidents, including your boy. Guy Fox, Robert Catesby, Tom Wintour, Jack Wright, and Thomas Percy met at the Duck and Drake Inn in London. I, I wrote here, the goose and dragon was all booked up. <laughs> You're so clever. The Duck <laughs> Drake Inn. Like two opposite animals, just like this is a duck, quack, this is a drake, breathes fire. Why are those opposites? Because they both got wings. Drakes could kill you. Ducks cannot. Drakes. If you died Well right, drakes don't exist either. But like if you died to a duck attack, no one would you wouldn't tell anyone. Well, you oh, couldn't you'd be dead. Everyone. But I mean like if if you died to a duck attack, I would tell everyone. Right, but if exactly. you died to a drake, then you'd be like, Yeah, dragon guy. For the listeners know. at home and also me, what's a drake? A small dragon, I imagine. At least (laughs) in every video game I've ever played, a drake is a small dragon. Okay. What do you mean? I guess Draco means dragon in Latin, so. I'm stupid. (laughs) (laughs) But you spoke Latin so well last week. In Omnia Paratus. (laughs) Anyway, they all meet up at the Goose and Dragon, and... (laughs) Catesby, Catesby, I think, actually, Catesby is the one that proposes the plan to blow up the Houses of Parliament with gunpowder. Afterwards, all five men purportedly swore an oath of secrecy upon a prayer book. So they were like... Okay, well, listen, if you're... Okay. (laughs) Five people is a lot of people to keep quiet. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Like, that's why conspiracy theories just can't exist, because there's too many people. Somebody knows something. Right. As the president's book of secrets. Yeah. Yeah. So, eight other conspirators would later join. (laughs) So you thought five was bad. (laughs) This shit's Ocean's 12. They're screaming (laughs) it. Like, the town crier's like, you want to be part of this? (laughs) Actually, it's Ocean's 13. (laughs) I can't count. What? Eight and five. There's 13 of them. Ocean's 13. What does Ocean have to do with it? You never saw those movies? I think I saw Ocean's 11. Yeah, Ocean's 11, Ocean's 12, Ocean's 13. I don't, I didn't. They're like bank robbery movies or whatever, I think. Something about Tom. No. Brad Pitt. I think Brad Pitt and George Clooney are in them. Yeah. Jorge Clooney. Anyway. George. (laughs) George. George Carlin had a joke about his name. He's like, my first name never ends. It's G-E-O-R-G-E-O-R-G-E-O-R-G-E-O-R-G-E-O-R-G-E-O-R-G-E-O-R-G-E-O-R-G-E-O-R-G-E-O-R-G-E-O-R-G-E-O-R-G-E-
The gunpowder plot. The plot's a little on the nose. <laughs> Bye! <laughs> the so they're meeting about that, that train. They're like, what do we call this? And they're like, well, what are we doing? We're making King James go bye-bye. And they're like, there it is. The bye-bye plot. And they're like, well, okay, we can't call it the bye-bye plot. But we'll just call it the bye-bye Bye-bye-bye. <laughs> That's where NSYNC got the inspiration for the song. Stupid. <laughs> Okay, so, although Catesby was the ringleader, Fox is the one that has garnered most of the publicity over the past 400-plus years. Let's talk a little bit about Mr. Fox, Guy Fox. Um, I don't know if I put it in here, but I actually read that that's where, like, the term calling people, what's up, guys? Like, that's where that comes from. Yeah? Yeah, it's from Guy Fox. Because people call him Guy. People, they used to use it as a, derogatory term like if you were known as a like if someone called you a hey guy like that means like you're a piece of garbage <laughs> and a traitor like and a dissident right so you'd be like what's up guy <laughs> like it wasn't a good like, thing up, piece of shit <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> precisely so like the, his name is mud kind of thing similar i'm a work national treasure into this as My often as i can mud. Don't talk about Les Claypool in this house. <laughs> I'm just going to go through this entire thing with song lyrics. Don't. <laughs> anyway, so Guy Fawkes is born in 1570 in York, England. He's born Protestant, but converts to Catholicism during his teenage years. So it's like, uh, it's like the way people get like face tattoos <laughs> now and like, and, and get piercings that connect like their nose to their ear and stuff like. As a, as, as a way to rebel, yeah. Like, Guy Fox is like, I'm going to become a Catholic. <laughs> Fuck you, Dad. <laughs> Fuck you, Mom. Oh, because yep. his stepdad was actually Catholic. Well, and that was one of the things that... Um, can we really quick... What's the difference? Um, I think it has to do... Uh, so, like, if as a Protestant, you don't do the whole... Uh, like, they don't have a Pope. Like, there isn't, like, a, 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 and the cardinals and all that stuff. There isn't, like, a hierarchy to uh, different levels of being holier. I don't know. Like, I, I mean, like, I, I, I know kind of, but I wouldn't be able to speak like I know anything about it. Like, is that, the, is that where, like, Christianity started versus Catholicism? Like well, Christianity, I think you would rope Catholicism and Protestantism and Lutheranism all under the umbrella of Christianity. Sure, but like you know how there's people that are religious that call themselves Christians because they're not Catholics, but they believe in essentially the same stuff. They just don't go to Catholic. Mass. Sure. Like is that? I guess because like Catholics, like they have masses. And they also have the like you can't eat meat on Friday. You can only have fish on Sunday or whatever. And God apparently gives a shit. And you can't sell cars on Mondays or whatever. You know they have all these <laughs> rules. And that, like, uh, uh, Catholics are really into... Cults. No, I guess. Catholics are really into, like, Christ on the cross. Like, anytime you go into a Catholic church, you see... Why Christ are you laughing? on the cross! <laughs> you see... No, you see... It's like the crucifix is a huge thing in the Catholic church. Like, actually having a cross with Jesus hanging on it is a huge thing for the Catholic church. Most other churches you go to will just have crosses up. But Catholic church will... BDSM. I guess. Catholic churches will have Christ hanging on the cross. Like, that's their thing. But yeah, then they also do the masses and 
and like I was, I went to a Baptist church for a long time, and like the that those are the key differences. Like I didn't, there was no rules about like, you can't eat meat on Fridays or whatever. Much more like taking the Bible, I guess, more literally, or maybe yeah. And then Catholics were like, Meh. Catholics Let's are seat Catholics are all about like good works to get into heaven, kind of thing. Like you could be a piece of garbage, but as long as you do enough good deeds, you'll get into heaven. As opposed to like uh, most, uh, like I think the Lutherans, the Protestants, and Baptists all believe like if you, as long as you accept Jesus Christ as your Savior, then you will get into heaven. It doesn't matter what good deeds you do. Catholics also believe in, um, uh, what's the the place between heaven and hell? Purgatory. Purgatory, yeah. And how you can, like, pray to get someone into heaven. Like, if someone dies and you pray for them enough, you'll get them into heaven. It's like, it's like exchanging Chuck E. Cheese tokens. <laughs> Eating all those crackers. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> Sorry to any Catholics I just offended by <laughs> comparing your religion to Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Anyway, uh. so Guy Fox converses <laughs> because he wants a sweet face tat, and it's probably of a crucifix. And those tokens. Yeah. Um, <laughs> those tokens. Uh, so he then goes to uh, the Netherlands and shoots Dutch Protestant people in the face for 10 years. Oh. Yeah, like he's like Are you, what? he he gets on he gets on this thing like that's what he does. He, <laughs> okay. he just kills Protestants in the in, Netherlands in the face. <laughs> yeah, blah blah. Like that's what he's doing. <laughs> uh, so he's also he also personally petitions the king of Spain for help in starting an English rebellion against James. I mean, you know, Spain's kind of got this whole thing going on because of Mary's husband. Mm-hmm. We talked about last week. So according to writings in the Spanish archives, Fox believed the English king was a heretic who would drive out his Catholic subjects. Fox also apparently expressed some strong anti-Scottish prejudices. So even Guy Fox was like, I don't like people from Scotland. The kilts are not doing it for me. Yeah, and then they pushed out all the Highlanders and that's how Outlander became a thing. (laughs) So in... (laughs) This is the... (laughs) The goofiest thing I read about this. So in 1605, <laughs> Fox starts calling. <laughs> you okay? He starts calling himself Guido. <laughs> Guido. Guido Fox. <laughs> like he's Polly D. Yeah. So I. So it's like he was. Trying to get a roll on Jersey Shore, but, like, the Jersey Shore in this case is the island of Jersey that's just off, like, the northwest side of France. <laughs> that's the Jersey Shore. That's the island that... We talked about that in The Man of the Iron Mask. No. He's trying to go for that. So, Guido Fox. <laughs> <laughs> so, he also uses a name... <laughs> this guy is... <laughs> he also uses another alias... John Johnson. <laughs> Can't even. John Johnson. <laughs> What's your name? John. Uh, Johnson. John Johnson. That's my name. Okay. Real creative. This guy. Guido Fox and John Johnson. What's your Johnson. name? John. What's your dad's name? John. <laughs> I'm John's son. Johnson. I'm John Johnson. I'm Johnson's son, John. John Johnson. John. John. 
So he uses the alias John Johnson while serving as a caretaker of the cellar, which was located beneath the House of Lords. Okay. That and the plotters used um, uh, the plotters leased it in order to stockpile gunpowder. That's where they're kind of keeping it all. So under the plan, this is this is the plan. On November fifth, sixteen oh five, during an opening of a new session of Parliament. King James, his eldest son, the House of Lords, and the House of Commons would all be blown sky high. In the meantime, as Fox escapes by boat across the River Thames, his fellow conspirators would start an uprising in the English Midlands, kidnap James's daughter Elizabeth, install her as a puppet queen, and eventually marry her off to a Catholic, thereby restoring the Catholic monarchy. It's almost too easy. It's almost too easy. <laughs> On October 26th, not November 5th, an anonymous letter advising a Catholic sympathizer to avoid the state opening of Parliament alerted the authorities to the existence of a plot. That's what so, happens when you got too many fucking hands in the pot. See, someone got to like, don't go to school today. <laughs> letter. <laughs> like if TikTok. Jimmy's got something up his sleeve. If, if TikTok was a thing, this is what would have happened. Like one of the guys in Parliament would have been like, they're the one that got the letter. And they're like, don't go to school on November 5th. To this day, no one knows for sure who wrote the letter. Maybe one of the 13. Or the people that they were drunkenly bragged about to, I'm yeah. sure. Stupid idiot. Some historians have even suggested that it was fabricated and that the authorities already knew of the gunpowder plot. The gunpowder plot. The gunpowder plot. Only letting it progress as an excuse to further crack down on Catholics. Hmm. Maybe. Either way, a search party found Fox. This guy, a search party finds Fox skulking in his cellar around midnight on November 4th with matches in his pocket and 36 barrels of gunpowder stashed next to him. <laughs> There's no way. Like, you can't talk your way out of that. Hey, man, what are you doing down here? Uh, <laughs> nothing. Chilling. What, do you, what does it look like I'm doing? I live here. It's <laughs> a lot of gunpowder. Uh-huh. So they knew, too. Like, if they know to go down there. It's not like they're yeah, just, well, that, I'm, we'll assuming, the I'm assuming the letter, yeah, said. So for Fox, the plot's failure could be blamed on, so he blamed it on, quote, the devil and not God. Okay. <laughs> so so for, for Fox is brought to the Tower of London, where he was tortured on a rack for two days without sleep. Hmm. He was resilient at first, but eventually broke, giving up the plot and his co-conspirators. To his credit, he stayed defiant, defiant to the end. In his confession, he said he'd assembled enough explosives to, quote, blow you scotch beggars back to your native mountains, end quote. And when King James sentenced Fox to death, he mentioned that the captured would be the that he had a, quote, Roman resolution, end quote, which is a British way of saying the guy had large gonads and was kind of a prick. <laughs> A piece of shit. <laughs> That's a very nice Large way of saying. <laughs> That's what I wrote here. You forgot the word balls. I didn't. I just was like I don't want to use that on the podcast. Well, well, whatever. But anyway, so <laughs> this is a family show, clearly. <laughs> so anyway, so he tells, um, he tells him that he has a Roman resolution. I guess that's what that means. 
So Fox and his surviving co-conspirators were all found guilty of high treason Mm -hmm. and were sentenced to death in January of 1606. Guy Fox is specifically, sorry, Guido (laughs) at this point. Right, the Roman Guido. (laughs) Is... He is sentenced to hanging, drawing, and quartering. Sweet. So. In that order? Yeah. Yes. So I'll, I'll explain to you exactly what that means. Okay. Uh, this is a quote. It says, here basically you're hanged within an inch of your life. And then while you're swinging there being lightly choked by a noose, some psychopath cuts off your dick and balls, cuts out your tongue, pulls out your intestines while you watch helplessly. Cool. Then they chop off your head. Cut you into four pieces and then publicly display those pieces in prominent locations around the countryside. There's Guy Fox's fingertip. There's a quarter <laughs> of his skull. Fox wasn't impressed by this idea, so he instead leaps from the platform from which they're going to hang him and snaps his own neck. Well, good for him. They still did the rest of the stuff to him. He just wasn't alive well, to see it. That wasn't about him. <laughs> The guy's like, I'm still cutting bits off and then cutting heads off. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm still doing it. Yeah. So that's the end of Guy Fox. After the plot was revealed, Londoners began lighting celebratory bonfires. And in January of 1606, an act of parliament designated November 5th as a day of Thanksgiving. Guy Fox Day festivities soon spread as far as the American colonies, where they became known as Pope Day. In keeping with the anti-Catholic sentiment of the time, British subjects on both sides of the Atlantic would burn an effigy of the Pope. Bless for me, bless for you. <laughs> that tradition completely died out in the United States by the 19th century, whereas in Britain, Guy Fawkes Day became a time to get together with friends and family, set off fireworks, light bonfires, attend parades, and burn effigies of Fox. Children traditionally wheeled around their effigies demanding, quote, a penny, penny for the guy. A similar custom to Halloween trick-or-treating. And imploring crowds to, quote, Remember, remember the 5th of November. Um, And then, yeah, at the end here, it just mentions, uh, says Guy Fawkes himself, meanwhile, has undergone something of a makeover. He was once known as a notorious traitor. He's now portrayed in some circles as a revolutionary hero, largely due to the V for Vendetta book and later movie. And uh, it says that Guy Fawkes' mask cropped up at Occupy Wall Street protests in New York City. And uh, historian William B. Robeson of Southeastern Louisiana University says, quote, every generation reinvents Guy Fawkes to suit their needs. But Fawkes was just one of the flunkies. It really should be Robert Catesby Day. Yeah, I mean, this is just a a failed attempt. Like, it's a a big... And it's like the most... So it, it, it kind of makes me remember, think of... Remember, remember the 5th of November when nothing fucking happened. <laughs> when this idiot named John Johnson was and found in Guido. a cellar with 35 barrels of gunpowder next to him and was like, I don't know how I got here. <laughs> uh, I don't know what you're doing. Here's what happened. Somebody, one of those 13 guys, told his wife some shit. His wife was sleeping with a cop and the cop was like, oh, okay. <laughs> You don't think someone was like, hey, you think, like, remember, remember the 5th of November? That's, how cool. That's like a cool song lyric, right? <laughs> no, I think it was something stupid. Yeah, probably. But I thought it was or very... Or, like you said, they're just loudmouth. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, there's, like, if, when you've got 13 people involved, you got you better trust the hell out of those 13 people. But it's impossible. Like, that's too many variables. Huh. That's too much. 
And that's why he got out. But yeah, why is Guy Fox the like why is he the the one that's like put up on a pedestal? I don't know. He has a better name. Than Robert Catesby. Yeah. Yeah, Robert Catesby's kind of a boring name. Guy Fox though is like Yeah. It's snappy. Guy Fox. <laughs> like and it's like <laughs> That guy Fox. <laughs> <laughs> and so like if you Well and like that's you know, like I said, that's where they get the term guy from. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's interesting. And and I, I, it didn't say that's where they get the term Guido from, but <laughs> the fact that he was like Guido. Guido also means piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies to any of our Guido listeners. Um, Do you know any? We had a couple people from Italy. Maybe they're named Guido. I don't feel like people from Italy are Guidos. I feel like people specifically from, from New Marlboro, New Jersey. Marlboro? Yeah. Is that New where York. they're... That's where Snooky's from. Oh. <laughs> Marlboro? Marlboro. Marlboro, New York. (laughs) Okay. Um, Yeah, I don't know why he's famous. But you see the mask everywhere. And I think that that mask is not... That's a V for Vendetta mask. Yeah. Representing Guy Fawkes. You also see it on, like, whenever the news talks about 4chan. Like, they'll be like, they always show, like, a hacker, like, in the mask. Mm -hmm. It's like, who is this 4chan? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like it's a person. Hive so, mind. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, like uh, the historian said, every generation will use Guy Fox as they as they see to it, as they're like, stand up or rebel against whatever. And accomplish nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Name yourself John Johnson. John Johnson. <laughs> like, <laughs> there had to be, there was other guys in that, party he, he could have just been the guy's name was robert catesby if you're gonna make up a name it'd just be like i'm john robertson john johnson that's the best you could do ridiculous maybe he thought it was so bland that he would just blend in yeah maybe anyway, how the hell did he get guido though i don't know where he got guido that's pretty funny um that's our story and i thought it fit very well because this will come out on november 4th mm-hmm. but Everyone can, that'll give everyone, everyone can listen to it on November 4th, and then when the 5th of November comes around, you can open up your doors, lean out your windows, and yell, remember, remember, the 5th of November. (laughs) (laughs) And put your mask on, and I don't know, stand up for something you believe in on November 5th. Yeah. That's my challenge to everyone listening. (laughs) (laughs) But make sure it fails. (laughs) (laughs) Tell everyone you know. (laughs) And then fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I got. Great. Well, that was a good one. Yeah. And I, it fit also because it was it takes place pretty much right after your story ended last week. Yeah. We've never done like a part one and part two, but you could, this, this could be, I guess you could kind of consider a, yeah, like a part one, part two kind of thing, but yeah. it won't be named that. Well, mine next week will not. Good. Yeah, we need to get away from Catholics and Protestants and England and the, <laughs> like the monarchy. All we've been talking about for two weeks, but we don't actually know what, what the difference is or what it means. I talked about some of the differences. I mean, yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. And this is stupid me. I don't know anything. Stupid, <laughs> stupid me. All right. Uh, from stupid me to and from stupid you to stupid them. <laughs> 
Stupid goodbye. <laughs> Stupid goodbye. Bye, love you.